Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives keep us playing small and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Good morning and welcome back welcome me back. (laughs) It's been a little while since my last episode recording. Um, There's a lot of reason behind that. Uh, Mostly I just needed a big pause. I I kept calling it a sacred pause from social media, um, from producing content, from creation, and I just needed that big reset to just really get crystal clear of what I wanted to bring into this new year. Um, so I'm really excited to get back on the mic with you guys today. There has been something so penetrating on my heart recently, and it's really this space of returning home to ourselves. And what I mean by that is we carry so much energetic weight unconsciously, We carry around other people's expectations. We carry around other people's rejections of us. We carry around these facades because we're so afraid to be seen in all of us. The messiness, the rawness, the freaking truth of what we actually feel about somebody or what we actually feel about our job, what we actually feel about our day-to-day. We try to hide that. We try to push it so deep, deep down. And over time, it eats away at us. And we start to find ourselves maybe not happy in life, maybe not happy in relationships, maybe doing impulsive things, things that were like, that really wasn't us. And today's episode is all around what it actually means to return home to yourself and going to share a little bit more of my journey this past year and this reflection that I got a couple of weeks ago starting the new year of what it means to drop the facade, to drop the mask and how much more life can really get, how much sweeter life can actually get. And we're going to be talking about just the challenges, the scariness of, of what it actually takes to, you know, come back home to ourselves. But You know, I really personally feel that we are all on this journey, returning home, finding our true self, healing and letting go and shedding these layers, this old self of ours that we've maybe have, we just uncovered. So I'm really excited to dive into this episode. All right, let's get into it. Okay, where to start? (laughs) Maybe let's start with what it means to actually return home to yourself and you know, there there could be so many different ways to say this, but I think ultimately every 
person's goal when they're doing their inner work or healing or or moving through something heavy it is to let go of the pain it is to allow ourselves to find ourselves again right and you know if you guys are new here or if you've been following along for a while you know I'm very open with my healing journey I've been very open and vulnerable with you guys because I really feel like that breeds connectivity that breeds relatability being open being seen and oh my gosh there's so many different ways I want to take this podcast but you know I'm going to start by just being raw about it and and the remnants and not editing this and you know when we talk about returning home to ourselves or coming back home it's really if you could close your eyes if you're available for that or if you're driving or whatever that is could you just pause for 30 seconds maybe less and could you take a deep breath and could you ask yourself the question who am I who am I without the identity of my title at work who am I without the identity of being in a relationship do I know who I am without that relationship who am I without responsibilities, without roles, being a daughter, being the perfect child, being someone who's not trying to disappoint their parents, being somebody who can fuck up at work and not always be perfect and not always feel stressed at work or anxious that my boss is going to micromanage me again. Who are you without the roles you play at work and at home? That is the person who's trying to embrace and emerge themselves. You know that little voice in your head that is so frustrated or if only and that little voice that gets so choked up from maybe speaking their truth that little voice in your head that doesn't really feel super safe all the time, always feels like they're walking on eggshells, and you just keep thinking, what if I could just not have this role anymore, if I could not identify with this person anymore? That persona, that part of yourself, that keeps coming back in your head, that is the returning home, the true you that we're all trying to chase after little by little. But life and conditioning and unconscious programming keeps us in our bubble, keeps us in our box, it keeps us from saying, no when we, or saying yes when we really mean no it keeps us from expanding ourselves to our edges taking risks doing scary things that we know we really want to do dreaming bigger do you get my point <laughs> so oh 
it, it has been such a journey for myself to get to that point of wanting to return home, of actually making the unconscious conscious of returning home. You know, and some things that I've, I've kind of experienced over this last year that I've really been open about. I mean, my gosh, I, ever since my awakening and, you know, a lot of you that listen, I am very open about my spirituality and a lot of you listening have already had a spiritual awakening. So you get my drift that like when you have your awakening, life just explodes. Like you almost feel like can I go back? Can I, can I not see things in this way anymore? Because it's, it can be so challenging. Um, and everything shifts your perspective, your relationships, you kind of feel lonely and isolated. And and that happened to me. My first awakening was back in 2020 during the pandemic. And, um, it just really cracked me open. This one specific experience, this one workshop, I was telling a friend about this the other weekend, Um, and she asked me like, when did you have your awakening? Um, and so when I talk about coming back home to myself, that's, that's really it. You look at your relationships, you look at your past experiences, you look at your career ladder and, and sometimes you're like, why am I not where I want to be yet? (laughs) But it's because you haven't returned home to yourself. That just makes me feel all sorts of emotions. And when we talk about who you are without these masks, you know, we're so we're we're taught to to hold ourselves together, right? We're taught to um make these facades. And sometimes we just don't want to, but it just is so it just happens. It just happens because that's just what we've been programmed to do. So when when we talk about what it takes, you know, the journey, right? And I think ultimately every time we heal something or we make a pattern conscious and we become aware of that pattern, um, we start to slowly crack, crack open that armor, crack open that facade, that identity, and we start to explore ourselves a little more. And 2022 was such an unexpected year, and it gave me so many lessons I didn't know I needed. So it's like, once you think you know yourself, it's like, boom, smack in the face, something happens, and you get to fully experience that. And you get to see yourself in a new way. And I, I actually can truly say that I have found the beauty in discomfort. I've found the beauty in hardship. I've, I've found the beauty in um, the journey of, of healing and, and, and growing and expanding. So I would love to ask the question and propose that, you know, if you're listening to this. What parts of yourself don't feel free? What parts of yourself are still hiding? 
you know, and it's not to say that you need to change who you are or maybe make any subtle movements, but can you just bring awareness to those parts of your heart? And maybe that sharp pain in your solar plexus of oof. Yeah, I'm not free. I'm not free there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of moving through emotions as I am uh, recording this for you guys. Again, being raw and honest here. Um, and when, again, I keep, I keep going in these tangents, but, you know, so I want to, I want to come back to this like journey of, of returning home to yourself. And, you know, I think the biggest things that I'd love to share for me personally, what I'm working on that I think a lot of us are undoubtedly working on as well is, you know, allowing my truth to be heard and allowing ultimately the people that see me to hear me and I want to repeat that allowing the people who see you who really fucking see you who get you and allowing your truth to be heard do you have relationships in your life where you can fully be yourself you can really speak your truth you can really allow yourself to be raw and honest And I think that's something that we all can, you know, admittedly say that we're all still finding our place. We're all still finding the opportunity to be honest, to speak our truth with the people that we love. And and maybe that is finding people that actually see you for all of you. Your spiritual gifts, your your weirdness. your rawness, that don't judge you, who just hold you and see you and witness you. You know, we don't get a lot of that in our society. We can't be ourselves. It's challenging. And um, I think that's ultimately something that, you know, I started to play with over these last couple of years is like, how can I start being more honest? How can I start speaking my truth more? And it wasn't that I didn't want to. And it wasn't that I necessarily wasn't it was more that I wanted people to actually see me and receive me you know and I think as we grow and you know we're in our 30s now and or you know whatever decade you are in I feel like once you hit your 30s like so much so much changes your friendships change your your interests change, your partners can change because you're changing. You finally get to know who you are. And I guess that's me speaking personally. Like I finally get to know who I am when I hit my 30s, um, which was mm, maybe four months ago. So <laughs> still in it. Um, you know, and, and something that I really connected with was this space of like, I don't want to censor myself. I don't want to hold myself back. I want to just be able to fully be me. And what does that look like, right? Like, what does that actually look like when I get to be myself without all of these identities? Um, You know, and a lot of clients that I work with, they are still developing who they are without all of these titles, all of these identities, all of these facades. And, 
you know, it's kind of like this sense of liberation, but it also can be terrifying because we've never seen ourselves like unfiltered. Oof, yeah, unfiltered, unfiltered. So what would it be like if you were unfiltered in your relationships? And something else that really came to me was the sense of like letting go of the things and the people that don't see me, that I'm trying to mold myself into something that I'm just not anymore, Um, that I'm trying to hold back myself, you know, my spirituality, my, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my rawness, my vulnerability. And um, I really started to recognize that there was some people in my life and, and people that I was, inter- I, w- I were interacting with where I was like starting to mold myself again. And I was like, wait, this is a pattern of myself that like, I don't like anymore and I'm not available for anymore. So, you know, ultimately it's this, this coming back home is if you could take a moment, if there's any part of your life, again, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I'm, you know, like here with you guys. And again, if you have the opportunity, I really encourage you to just like soak this in right now and, um, ask yourself, maybe shut your eyes down. I I love to close my eyes. Love to have my clients close their eyes because it just really allows you to feel so if you're not used to feeling or if you're not used to silence or your thoughts, um, this could also be challenging, but it also could be really liberating for you. So I really encourage you just to try it and, um, you know, ask yourself, where am I not seeing myself? Where am I holding back? And what do I want to receive more of in this in this year or you know now you know you don't have to do like a yearly thing but it's like you can reflect I feel like when we hit new years like it's a nice time to reflect on those 12 months and say okay like who was I then and who am I stepping more into um and I think when we are excuse me, in the space of trying to, you know, find more of ourselves, it really does come to a time of like, well, what are you, what are you letting go of? What's not serving you anymore? Um, and how can you start showing up as this person and not acknowledge, and acknowledging as well? Like it's hard. Um, it's challenging hundred <laughs> percent. Otherwise we'd all be doing it. Um, and then it's like, where would the world actually be? Uh, but you know, whether it's through your work, through your relationships, through your personal life, through friend groups, you know, ask, like take evaluation of like, who are you showing up as in those experiences, in those times? What would it feel like to actually care less about what others think? How would you experience the world? What would you do? You know, um, I've had a lot of people I've come into encounters with where, you know, they're really unhappy in their life and their job, sometimes even in their relationships and, you know, they feel like they've settled and they're like, if it wasn't for X, Y, and Z, I would just be traveling the world right now. I'm like, well, why don't you? And they're like, um, what, (laughs) how could I do that? No way. 
I'm too old or I'm this and I'm that. And, you know, I think often we don't really recognize that life is so short and can be literally taken away from us today, tomorrow. And um, that's what I really think coming back home to yourself looks like is ripping off the Band-Aid and acknowledging the parts that, like, want more say in what you're doing. They want to be heard and seen. And there's just such a beauty to allowing those people in your life to really come to life, to really allow themselves to open. And something that I really want to also emphasize for anybody listening that's like, oh my gosh, like what? Like there's no freaking way I can start doing that. And it feels scary. So my my thing is, okay, what's one thing that you can do that maybe gets you out of your comfort zone that allows you to connect more with that side of yourself that you're maybe muting? Um, And another thing is, where can you connect more with the authentic version of you? Maybe that's experimenting with your gifts, your intuition, your spirituality, um, maybe picking up a new hobby, right? And, And just really thinking about how that could be a part of expressing yourself and another word that came through when I had this message come through of like returning back home to myself, it's about breaking patterns. It's about taking it day by day, but putting yourself first and your needs first and your desires first and um, connection, connection with yourself. Um, When you start to do this work, well, the way that you start to do this work is finding connection with who you are and who you get to be. You know, I get a lot of people asking me, like, you're saying to me, like, you're brave for starting your own business. Like, you have so much courage. I wish I could be you. Or I wish I could take more risks. And I'm like, you can, though. You can. It's not, I didn't, I mean, I do, I feel like I was, you know, always in a place I wasn't meant to be in the essence of, like, my small hometown, you know, I always thought bigger. So there, I really think that comes from my mom being very independent and showing me that like success doesn't always have to look like a nine to five or whatnot. But I'm not saying I was born with that. You know, I think everyone has to acknowledge like it's not that you can't or you don't have the ability or the skills. I'm not better than you. I'm not different than you. It's just the the simple essence of you weren't exposed to that. So of course it's going to be new to you and just by the human's ego, we it protects ourselves. It protects like the potential threat and we live in a society where we most of us live in survival mode. So it's really getting yourself out there to explore more parts of you and connecting with new parts of you. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. Connection, dropping into your heart opening your heart to new things that my friend is going to allow you to start returning back home to yourself start exploring yourself and it's just such a beautiful experience to connect to see yourself to be like oof this is how I want to be treated this is how I want to show up I'm not holding back anymore because who cares what people say and think and um, I've, you know, they, they say that what you're seeking is seeking you. 
So if you're seeking friends that see you, that honor you, that you can show up raw and vulnerable and X, Y, and Z or a partnership, you know, once you start acting like that and you start embodying that, you will start to find the right people attract to you and the opportunities attract to you. And I think that's something else to say too is like the more that you're true to yourself, the more that life and universe and spirit, whatever you believe in is going to honor that and see that and say, okay, like like attracts like. So you're going to start receiving more of the opportunities, people, things that align with your integrity, with your values and your beliefs. Oof, you know, let this year be where you fully get to see yourself it's fully an invitation for you to return home to your truth oh and I don't know if there's anything else to say about that um it is just a powerful experience to start seeing yourself and acknowledging where you aren't free and where you get to start liberating yourself little by little and um, this is a lot of work that I do with my clients. I do it with myself. I mean, I this is my life's work. So, you know, I'm always constantly trying to learn and be the student of my life, be the student of 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 life, of people that I meet and encounter and, and everything. So um, it's a really powerful experience to start to start to come home to you. So lots of things that I, you know, I said in here that I hope allow your wheels to spin and you start to journal or you start to maybe write some things down or things are coming to you that are really showing you the places where you get to pour more into and connect with more. And if you're really looking to expand on this self-exploration and self-connection and having a safe space to explore that, um, I'm going to be hosting my second annual women's retreat Uh, The Purposeful Soul Project, Purposeful Soul Retreat is going to be April 27th through May 1st of 2023 and it is such a powerful experience, transformative experience where you get to experience more of you. You're going to have safety and support with facilitators and guest experts that are really going to allow you to hold the mirror towards yourself. That's that's all it is, is just allowing yourself to be seen and having the safety, the support, the, um, the practices to start coming back home, to start doing this work, inner work. Um, and it's so much fun. We have a lot of play. We have sisterhood connection. Um, I guarantee you'll walk away with a new best friend. Um, and it's just, it was just such a powerful experience. You'll have breath work. You'll have different modalities and experiences where you get to explore yourself and get curious. Um, and just having exercises and, you know, really allow you to step deeper into your purpose or living life more on purpose, I should say. So if you feel the call to exploring what that can look like for you, I will leave a link in the show notes where you can learn more and you can apply. Mm, I can already envision the transformation that you could have by just allowing yourself to be seen and witnessed from the people that actually are here to do the work just like you. It's very powerful to have community. Very powerful. Um, So with all that being said, 
I love you guys and I will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information. Or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.